When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like we do every single week, we're going to talk in rhyme. We're just going to rhyme the whole time, and it's going to be... Well, I'm already out of rhymes. I didn't, I didn't think... Yeah, you were about to rhyme time with time right there, my friend. <laughs> I, I was, and then I just... I didn't think about it before. I was like, oh, I'll make some rhyming jokes at the beginning, and then, no. Well, that was the beginning and the end of Coach's rapping career. Now, we actually do have a nerdcore rapper here, though. Noah King Bates, of course, is here. Uh, yes, you know, and family, family, all my bars are gone for the day. What else can I say? I'm just going to say that I'm cool like Jay. You know, wh- whatever. We're, we're, we're playing around. We're playing around. We could continue this, or we could just talk about Marvel stuff, which I think is... Uh, that's my vote. It's probably more appropriate to the name. Let's do that. Yes, uh, I'm Coach, and of course with me as always, Josh Kennedy from Facebook. And joining us today, we've got Noah King Bates. Sweetly rhymed, and I love it. Uh, all right, well, you guys know what today is all about. Obviously, we are in Doctor Strange week, but that didn't stop Moon Knight from having its finale. So, of course, we've got to review that. Uh, we'll do a review of this episode today, and we'll review the whole series uh, on our regular our regular yeah, next week. programming next week. So I think that's the move. Today we're going to focus on the finale, and then we will get some Doctor Strange at the end as we want to have some last-second predictions. We'll try to do it without spoiling things. We'll only predict things that we don't actually know, I guess. would be a good way to describe it. So stick around. Um, yeah. We'll do our best. Of we course, don't, you can always leave after mm-hmm. midnight. Yeah. We don't actually know anything, so don't think that we have the inside track, except that we have the inside track. Except that I know everything, <laughs> unfortunately. I think that's... This is an important. I'm just a walking spoiler. Is, is kind of the truth. Yeah. That's what I spoilers. Uh, we're gonna spoil Moon Knight, uh, the finale, because uh, that's why you're here. And if you uh, don't want to hear it, I don't know what you're doing. So it's, it seems to be an us a problem. Yep, uh, spoilers, spoiler, 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 as every week. So don't yeah, get mad. Exactly. All right. Uh, without any details, what did we think? Good way to end the series. Bad way to end the series. Oh, really good way to end the series. Yeah, I agree. Um, it officially just cemented itself as my favorite Disney Plus show, so that's something. Same here. I think this is the only time that they really actually, I, I know I joke about the big CGI, this is the first time they stuck the landing on a, a Disney Plus show. All right, interesting take. Uh, cool. I'm glad that this, I think this episode's a good episode. I think the general consensus is that it's, a relatively good episode. There's there's some things to nitpick at and complain about, and we'll obviously get into those things. Let's just walk through this episode. I'll sort of I'll sort of paint a picture as we go, and then you guys can can jump in whenever you want. I don't have any any questions lined up for you, so we'll just do it this way. Uh, obviously, the episode uh, starts off. We've got good things going. We see really as I do all these episodes. I always watch that that recap at the beginning because it. It gives a good picture of what's about to happen. It it obviously was hinting that we were going to see who was in the sarcophagus. It showed that at the beginning. It hinted that the big fight was going down, and it, it kind of showed all that stuff. 
hit the best on Layla stuff and what she was going to have to do. So I was excited about all the going in. And I believe it starts right off the bat at the Field of Regions to start uh, with him. And uh, it shows. Uh, yeah, I mean, it shows a little bit of him in the Field of Reeds, and then it shows uh, Stephen yeah, once again yeah. in the Dunes. But it kind of cuts from that very quickly to yep. Uh, yep. the guy with the staff. We end up right back in. Uh, we end up right back in. Right back in the tomb. We see Arthur there, and his his cane's cool. It transforms, which yep. I don't know why it uh, waited this long to do it, but it looked cool. That was like the very literally the first note I have in my my thing. Was like that's a cool looking staff. Um, <laughs> I like the little hatchet at the end. I thought that was like a really cool thing. The fact that yeah, it's it like an axe. Um, how Lila gets away is uh, classic uh, nonsense. You know, she knocks the guy out, and he kind of looks back and then uh, I guess it was nothing. What do you mean he guess it was nothing? There's only <laughs> six of you in this room. If you heard anything, it was probably something. Whatever. Yeah. Well uh, goons are gonna be goons, okay? Let's just goon leave it be out goon. Goons yeah. be gooning. That's a good way to put it. But I did I did like her whole like she snuck in, she was in you know, she had cloaked herself in camouflage and was gonna try to kill him herself. And then of course I thought it was a cool scene the whole weird talking to dead people uh, yeah, uh, reminiscent of Dead Man from the DC Universe. That kind of that's mm-hmm. how I felt while watching it. Um, yes, but I thought it was fun. I thought it was clever. Um, it's the funny part to me was, uh, she sort of just ignores the advice, but very conveniently, they end up going where she needs to go anyway. So I guess it didn't matter. Uh, if she like ignores the advice, she's like, "Oh, I'm going to do it myself," and then. They end up at the tomb they need to end up at anyway, so that was pretty convenient. Uh, yeah, fair. Uh, Layla's dope. I just want to make that pretty obvious right up the top. She's uh, really cool, and I want to see more from her. Clearly, yeah, we're re- probably going to. <laughs> yeah, Red Scarab. I thought the, the nitpick I have with Red Scarab and and the whole thing with Tyrant being her uh, being the Avatar is her costume had nothing to do with her bones. And I thought that that yeah. was kind of bogus. It also wasn't that red. <laughs> There's a little bit of red. Uh, yeah, you're right. Was... A lot of white and gold. It's like, <laughs> eh, Scarlet Scarab. I don't know. That's pushing it. But yeah, definitely should have had something to do with the hippo. But I guess, realistically, how are you going to make that look cool? I guess they didn't want to try. Yeah, I had like I had a note that I thought the reveal of it was cool. I literally, my note says, reveal was cool, costume was not. Uh, like the way that she, like, <laughs> half reveals it and then reveals the rest. Like, oh, it was cool. Yeah, it felt cool. like you look Wonder like a Woman. Generic. Wonder Woman eighty four is what it felt like with the yeah, golden wings a and the bit, yeah. bra- bracelets. I kind of just get like a you know, I'm a generic Egyptian superhero kind of vibe to it, which is fine. I mean, it's what she is, but it would. Well, she's cool. the first yeah. Egyptian superhero. That was uh, it was hit right on the head in the middle of the episode. Yeah, Plus, did. there's some stuff that. afterward where they're like, it was a little heavy handed, but like. Not to where it bothered me, because it is important to acknowledge that type of thing. So, hey, why not? Cool stuff. You know, yeah. about, I, don't, I don't know, I guess. I mean, this is this could cut. I, I think it's important to do it. I don't know that it's always important to acknowledge it. In You know what I mean? Like, you really need someone saying, oh, are you the first Egyptian superhero? Damn, we're all watching. If, if you didn't get it, like, that's, eh, whatever. But maybe it is important. Well, if you're a little Egyptian right. girl, then you might say something like that. Like, oh, are you also an Egyptian? You know, that type of thing. That's yeah, true. I mean, I, I, I mean, 
it is yeah. when I when I saw uh, Miles for the first time, I tr- I mean I was a grown man and I told oh yeah, look at that black spike. So so the acknowledgement is there, but I do understand where you're coming from in the terms of like putting it like knocking you over the head and seeing it. I don't know if it would have held more weight if there was just like an acknowledgement, like she looked at her and smiled and then she knew compared to saying it out right, loud. Yeah. Certain times you don't say things alive, you just feel it. Now you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Could have gone all the way. Yeah, we're, we're arguing. Um, I guess I'm arguing the semantics of, of screenwriting at this point, and I'm not a screenwriter, so what do I know? Uh, all right, yeah, so we continue the episode. I did like the. Uh, I, I like that the other gods and their avatars uh, got their Kermuffins and got them hard. What a, they are useless. I think is what I learned. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised to see how utterly pointless the other gods were in the show. <laughs> Like, I'm a little, a little disappointed by it. Is, is anyone not disappointed by it? Just straight lame. I mean, yeah, because I'm a little bummed. I, I'm glad we finally got to see Ahmet. You know, that was cool. But it, we could have gotten something more. Like Osiris was mentioned again, but not shown. It's like you guys can. I mean, you spent so much money on the show. Can we get a little? A I little think something? there's. I think there's a good chance that there's obviously going to be a season two. Um. Oh yeah. So it. And I get it. You're, you're holding back things like that. I think Osiris is the kind of thing that is could be a really cool reveal. So maybe you want to save it. But man, they were uh, they were lame and useless. But you hit it on the head. Amit gets revealed and looks dope. Uh, looks yes. dope. Sounds dope. Very cool. If you can do a yeah, the, them, that's a dope the dreads going into the alligator crocodile tail. That was kind of a neat decision. I thought it was kind of neat, like, cool looking, how it just slowly formed into an actual tail. Yeah. I really like the fact that, I mean, I, I joke about this. Ahmet really did feel like a Power Ranger villain. Like, in, in terms of, like, looks and stuff like that. I was like, oh yeah, you could have been you could have been one of those weird one-offs. But yeah. in design, like, looking at the bumps on the skin, the way that when she talked, you could see the emotion in her eyes, even though know, like a crocodile. I thought the CGI in these past couple of episodes, from Kanchu to Tawet to Abed, have all been amazing. Yeah, again, we talk about it a lot. I'll just say it one more time. It's the the production value of these shows is like great Next on level. movie quality, and it's insane the way that they they do that. So many shows. Disconnects to the movie. It's like, yeah, but your quality is like it's in a different universe. And the she had some some mummy badges or whatever that stuff is called, like some gauze type of deal coming off of her face that looked pretty cool as well. Just little details on it like that. I really appreciated. Yeah, I agree. Um, obviously, Layla. While this is going on, Layla sort of frees Kanchu, which I I appreciate in the scene that she immediately like was like, no, I don't. I'm not about to be your... Definitely not going to be your avatar here. It's not what I'm here for. And I thought that was cool. I thought it was like, Mark was so worried about her all this time. It's like, yeah, if you'd have just trusted her, um, she was always going to say no anyway, which I thought was... I thought that was a cool scene. I liked that scene. I thought it it was pointed and it it made its point, but it it was a cool point to make and I liked it. So I took note of it. I wanted to share my experience. Uh, Yeah, this episode... Did a lot. It had a lot of legwork to work with. We commented on that in the, the in our review of the Pentultimate episode. It just it felt like there was too many storylines to try and tie up. 
Watching the episode, I think they did a pretty decent job. I think the episode could have been an extra 15 minutes long, too, kind of. Yeah, it definitely could have been. It felt a little rushed, but not to the point where I was like, oh, this needs to be two episodes. It was like, because it just made it like a longer episode, is how I felt. Oh, yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. I uh, I thought that they're like, they got right into the meat and potatoes of it very quickly, but I thought that that was really well established. I just think that, yeah, I feel like the the reveal of the third altar was great, but I I it raises a lot more questions. That's good. Which is good for season right. right. Yes. Yeah, if you didn't know, spoiler alert, there is a post credit uh of this episode, so make sure that you uh yep. you watch that. We'll hear it. Yes. Yeah. Um uh, but the fact that like the two had two way hearts, like it, it just like now I'm very intrigued and I hope they bring it up in the next season. But it did leave me oh, wanting more. Going to. It's gonna be awesome. Um, speaking of which, yeah, the next scene really is as is Mark in the field of reeds, and th- this had maybe my favorite, uh, not my favorite line, but one of my favorite lines um, where he's talking, and you know it's like, hey, you're at peace, you're doing all these things, and he asks about Stephen, and she says, well, you don't need him anymore. Which is cool, number one, to acknowledge that like Mark no longer needs Steven. He's accepted sort of what his life was and he's accepted that trauma a little bit and he you know, apparently doesn't need him, but he still wants him. I think that's that was cool. I was like, the fact that he didn't need Steven but wanted Steven, uh, I thought was really cool for like what this show just like I said, they keep showing yeah. us that these are two different characters. That whole relationship is it's not only a highlight, but it's also just super unique where it's like a brotherly twin type of thing but they share the same body but they can communicate with each other and in this one it was the changing was a lot more seamless between the two personalities even in the conversation yes. with Layla I yeah, liked how exactly, it was being that's exactly what this and that's what this scene is so great because this scene sets that up you know what I mean it's the long yeah. and then you see it and you're like no I fully accept you now in this way that like I trust you to like left, we're just going to go back and forth, which obviously, um, as the episode continues, we see that in a multitude of cool ways, right? We see it in conversation, we see it in combat, we, we see it in everything that they are definitely fully trust each other and let it kind of be a, a flowing back and forth. So, very cool. That was probably the most well done aspect of this episode, I thought, was the Stephen and Mark uh, relationship and how they visually showed it later. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, plus just the conclusion was cool. I mean, we don't. I don't want to jump around too much at this point, but oh, I'm ready to talk about the conclusion. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, as we did talk about, we, we exactly my next two notes were Layla's review. We already talked about. We did talk about exactly what we said. The whole switching back and forth. I like that Stephen got to be the negotiator, um, but also have his own cool part uh, of the fights. Visually switching between Moon Knight and Mister Knight was pretty yes. cool. Like just yes. seamless stuff as well. Almost always off camera, but that's where they cut. There's like a corner where it kind of showed it, but it was just an easy CGI run. Moon Knight flying was cool. I was about that. That was uh, sick. Just going up into the night and then just taking off like a rocket. That was dope. <laughs> I was I, I really fun. loved it. I I I really really loved it. I thought the fight scene was beautifully shot with almost like the it was the one shot type feel to it. <laughs> the make the uh, fun question I had was when did Mr. Knight learn to fight? 
because then the other time we saw him, he was, you know, 50 coughing and stuff like that. And now he's out. But now that those energy. They they hit on a little bit when they're on the boat together, where Stephen has that scene where he's like um, realizes he has the same skills as Mark does. He's like, yeah, if you um, can yeah. Do it, that means obviously I can do it. So, I'm glad you mentioned it because that really helped me cement that Moon Knight's one of my new favorite characters. Something about Esker mistakes, man. Nightwing's my favorite character. <laughs> I love me some Daredevil. I literally thought it when it happened. Just Moon Knight. I was like, gosh, you're so lame. I actually, three D printing uh, his his Moon Knight sticks. Well, they're all done. I just gotta paint them now. But well, that's really cool. Uh, let me know when you want to screen print or three uh, D print me something, and uh, we'll talk. No, no, I, think, I, think the night, I think the night blades are cooler. I like the the moon blades. I just printed that too. <laughs> yeah, those things are dope. They're like to me, they're not quite uh, batarangs, but man, they're they're pretty close. I think they're sweet. But yeah, the whole photo is dope. I thought even Layla's uh, participation in it was sweet. And then obviously, as this is happening, we have the two giant gods in the background. That was okay. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't get why they spent more money than it was worth on that stupid background fight. <laughs> yeah, there were some cool images of it. I never understand. They like they size up. But why do they slow down? Like it doesn't yeah, I don't get that it either. never confused to me like your whole if you just took your entire everything and size it up, why wouldn't it just Wouldn't your speed the also kind of yeah. It that always bugs me, but I thought the scene looked cool. Fight, obviously, they're starting to lose the fight. This next part, uh, obviously, when we see the fight's lost and uh, things are about to go down. Uh, yeah, uh, Layla's pan, Kanchu is down, and uh, Mark is about to get stabbed with the staff, or is getting stabbed with the staff, I suppose. This is the, uh, yeah, and it becomes, I think, it's probably, my guess would be, this is the controversial moment for a lot of people. I loved it. I thought it was dope. I thought it was, I uh, don't know, they had hinted at. It hinted at Jake a few different times and having this full, like, it's just absolutely obvious what happened that someone else took over and just actually didn't work. And it was a callback to like the first episode, so we didn't get to see what actually happened. Um, yeah. Is there any chance that in season two or a future project, when Jake is more of a focus, we get to see some glimpses of the ultra violence he committed in this show? Or is it kind of something we're just going to move on from? I don't think they'll show no, it. I, Disney, well, what I have a question about is I, I wonder if this is any chance. Do we think that back in episode one, uh, we don't know for certain that that was Mark that took over and did a, 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 that Vaughn stuff every time. Uh, we assumed it was because he was a badass, but we don't we don't know that. It could have been Jake. Well, there was, time, yeah, in later episodes, it was definitely ultra yeah, violence. It, that was neither of them. They made it obvious. So, yeah, I guess he could have been around throughout the entire series, honestly. Yeah, uh, there's a... Uh, the, there's a video that I watched and I kind of wanted to do my own research, but there are a few times that kind of make it where you do tell when it was Jake, like asking out the receptionist. Why wouldn't Mark ask out the receptionist when he still loves Layla? Right. Anytime blood was like drawn, I believe was Jake. Anytime blood was drawn. So I'm pretty sure like a few times. Like Is he also... Gonna get a new costume, or is he more like okay? So he knows oh, what Moon Knight it. is. He'll have his own. His third have his Moon Knight costume. Okay, I, I would bet he has his own. I guess. I mean, I don't know why the show would not take the advantage of just 
you get to sell more toys that way. Why, why would you? Not yeah, do I mean, I'm just thinking because Mark didn't really design his in the first place. You know what I mean? So it's like you, that's kind of the end all be all. And then Stephen makes the mistake. He's like, oh, she said suit. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I so got really wonder if his suit did like definite, like almost like a symbiote, like a venom type feel to it compared to uh, yeah, a suit of armor true. or a suit. Yeah, it could be a suit of armor. It could be a lot of things. It could be. I'm excited to see it. I think that's cool. But when the reveal happens, almost certainly, I think it's almost certain that it will be a different suit. Um, and I'll be pumped to see what it is. But yeah, the fight's going on. I thought that was a cool thing. Do you guys disagree? Did you? Are you like, oh man, I wish we'd have seen the Ultravans? Because to me, it's always cooler to imagine what happens. Because there's nothing they could have shown in that scene that would have really been that dope, unless it was full. You know, hallway scene from old. I appreciate. I think that's the thing I appreciate about is about this show is you are an audience member being a voyeur. You're also it's also a POV type of thing where you're only allowed to see as much as whatever character the audience gets to like view. So I like the use of that throughout this series. And I think it's only going to get cooler as Moon Knight shows up in other projects. Yeah. I'm very intrigued on how they, they play up because the show where we're focused on Moon Knight, you know, we're able to play off that. Like, um, what, when, when we see the fight and when we don't, or when we see an alternate, when we don't, but, he appears in another show, we're just going to be seeing him from the, the viewpoint of the main character. So, like, if he were to show up in, like, Midnight Suns or, or in something where he's not the main focus, I'm wondering how they're really going to portray the DID and the switching and stuff like that. Yeah, That's a fair point. Yeah, good point. I'm they might, they might just get to witness Moon Knight in his entirety like from a different point of view instead of us being quote unquote one of the Moon Knight characters. Yeah, it'll be that's a good point. I'm very interested by that. Um yeah, cool. That's a good thing to think about. What would they my guess would be they'll just do they would do it as Mark and Steven to be kinda of fun, but I guess, you know, minute if the Hall the Halloween special is coming up. Right. They think they're no longer Moon Knight. Can you really spoil that by making think that I don't know. So maybe it would be just Jake. They don't even know. They would maybe, you know, maybe Midnight Suns comes around and they don't know about Marcus Steven. We only see it as Jake. I mean, that's a possibility as well. That about wraps up the fight. I want to talk about what is actually happening in the mental institution. I like this. He shows up and he says this is real life. But then also the doctor kind of breaks that whole situation as well. So I don't, I don't really understand what's actually happening. So, I think I think Mark and Steven got help at a mental institution before the events of um, probably like the mother's death or even because again he, he thought he was good until the mother's death and then he broke again so I think he had gone to that mental institution before that's why it felt safe it was somewhere where he thought he got the help he needed then it broke, and he started going through the duot, and he went to the place where he felt safe, which was the mental institution where he originally got treatment. And that's why we see Arthur Harrow in that same mental institution, because again, he knows of that spot. He knows that place exists. That's why he can send him there. I'm going to go the opposite direction on this. I'm going to fade uh, my own theory. Okay. I, think, I think that this is Arthur Harrow's 
um, maybe whatever you call it, his his I, and his mind. I think it's him because you see him in the in the post credit scene in a mental hospital. I think it's him. I think that's why it's like his shock. I think it's supposed to be like revealing to us the audience that like that moment where he realized like, wait, why am I bleeding? Um, is like supposed to be like him, the illusion breaking for him. He thought he was there, had all this power over Mark and Steven and Jake and oh, I'm the big superior doctor and all this stuff. And I think the whole blood thing is supposed to be like him breaking that illusion and realize, oh wait, no, actually I'm the person who's who's stuck here, but I could be wrong. That's just, I think, an interesting direction for it to go. Okay. Yeah, could go either way. Uh, um, I just am excited. I want to rewatch this show just to like pick up on all the things I might have missed the first time. And that's the first time that I finished the show and then immediately wanted to go watch it again. So that's something. Yeah, and I do like, I like after that scene that uh, they wake up in bed, but there's no like, was this all a dream? Was this fake? They both just are like, hey, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. And then they just accept what they are, right? That's the beginning of the show is like Steven struggling with this this problem that he's having and he can't sleep and everything is the worst and this is ruining his life. And obviously the show ends with him like accepting it and being like, oh, this is not a detriment to my life. This is a good thing to my life. So I thought that was cool, um, but it still ended with a funny gag of him tripping over not tripping over himself. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, we had another wake-up scene. That was interesting. I, did, I, I don't know why it was there, but it was fine that it was there, or it's just like a callback to episode one, I suppose. Yeah, I think he just wanted to show the progression of the character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything yeah, was, was interesting. I enjoyed the fact that even though they thought it were again, it's a really nice lead-up into what they could for season two. Yeah, that, even um, though they're they thought that they were all done, but it's like almost a groundhog day type thing where they're still reliving the same problems. Yeah, it's and of course we see the we see the post credit scene and we we kind of get the reveal. But I don't know about you guys, but I thought I thought as soon as Conti was like, "Oh yeah, you guys are free," I was like, "Yeah, no Technically, shot. they're free, but <laughs> a guy is like, "Oh yeah, that definitely means he's sticking around." There was just the smallest bit of me that was like, oh, maybe he's going to offer the position back to Arthur, and that's why they kidnapped him. But 99.5% of me was like, yeah, it's for sure going to be the third personality or something similar to that explanation. Yep. Oh, when I saw the gloves and the cabbie, when I saw the gloves, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Then I saw the cabbie, I was like, oh, it's Jake, because Jake is a cabbie from New York. So I was like, boom, all right, it makes sense. But then Kachu get in the back in a suit, I was like, okay. Dude, I saw the, the post <laughs> of uh, Kachu rolling up to the Met Gala, and I laughed. That was really funny. Uh, That's a good joke. But also exactly very timely and also very true, dude. He was looking, the dude was looking good. He was yeah. dressed to the nines. We'll give him that. But yeah, um, that brings up the reveal. We finally got to see Jake. Super exciting stuff. What language was he speaking? Was that French? Spanish? Spanish. Okay. Spanish. Yep, that makes Spanish. sense. It was... uh. It was very sexually arousing, right? I think that's kind of. I think we're probably the three best people to talk about how sexually arousing the Jake version is of this character. Or is oh, that not? Yeah, God, yes. He just oozes sexual confidence. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a kid that yelled at me during Little League when I was a kid. That's what he looks like. <laughs> that's 
but it's you, that's not sexually arousing to you, or that is? I just got to check for the audience's record. You know, I went through a lot of therapy to get that out of my mind. So, <laughs> well, it's good that Moon Knight is able to bring it back, uh, connecting a short time. That's gonna be a great marvelous depth episode someday. Uh, yeah, until you find out I'm lying. But anyway, yeah. Well, I, mean, I lie about everything I say on this show. I actually uh, hate Marvel, and I think I think superheroes are stupid. Um, to be honest. I yeah, I really think just He-Man's where it's at. That's kind yeah, of He-Man in historical documentaries is really all I wish we were reviewing every day. But we're stuck with this lame stuff, and uh, <laughs> I'm pumped about it. Uh, whether that's true or not, it's up to you guys to decide. But I think there's a lot of interesting directions this could go. There was that reveal uh, on Twitter, was it like the day before the finale, where they, they labeled it for the first time as like the season finale tomorrow instead of the series finale. Yeah, oh. started talking about that, and I thought that was interesting. And then obviously this episode obviously leaves a ton of things open ended. So that Moon Knight is definitely one guy that seems like they're just gonna let him keep a show. I don't, I don't think he's gonna have the box office pull for a while. I think everybody's on board with him that is watching the Disney Plus shows. But just because we're super nerds, we do have to remember there is a large portion of people that go to the movies that do not watch these Disney Plus shows and do not care about these heroes. So I think he's got to be around a little bit longer, make a few more appearances. So season two was just perfect. Yeah, you got to show up in a movie first. You got to show up in, in a movie. Absolutely, you got to do that first. But he might already be in Doctor Strange, probably not. So. I've heard some I'm rumors about who's a Doctor Strange, but uh, yeah. I won't predict Oh my goodness. <laughs> we'll talk about that next. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think he's definitely... Oscar Isaac's obviously a great actor. And he's also a very popular actor. That helps. So I think as soon as he shows up in any other Marvel movie, um, the clock is officially ticking on not only season two. Well, yeah, the, the guy is a movie star. I mean, he's he's yeah, a really Dune. well-known celebrity. Like you said, he just had Dune, which is a major success. He's done a couple of other things that people enjoyed as well. So, uh, you know, it's just looking up for him and being a Marvel character kind of, if you look at the history of Marvel characters, the trajectory of his acting career is about to skyrocket. So, there you go. Someone somewhere is going to be like, Star Wars is so much bigger, and uh, he's already in Star Wars. But, you know. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I, you know, I could have just left Josh to get yelled at on Facebook, but I figured I would, I would swoop in. Because as we know on the internet, if you don't say everything that has ever been contained in all of human knowledge, you are certainly... Well, then I'm an idiot and I didn't know the answer. I don't even know what Star Wars is. Can someone explain it to me? Is that the one with the card? Yeah, it's the... That, yep, that's yep, wrong yep. about it. He loves it. Okay, great, um, great. All right, yeah. So I, let's transition into, into Doctor Strange here. This is Doctor Strange week. It's been a fun week. Tomorrow's going to be a fun day. And there's going to be a lot happening in that movie. And obviously we... We have a pretty good idea of what every single thing is. I think it's probably an accurate description of our knowledge. Oh, yeah. If it isn't, we're going to say it as if it is. So. Yep. If you guys oh, recall, we were pretty much 100 for 100 on guesses of who was going to show up in the Spider-Man No Way Home. So yep. we're going to do exactly that here on uh, the new Doctor Strange movie and make some really 100% accurate confirmed predictions. And even if they're not 100% accurate, can be who we think the Illuminati is. I'm, oh, you want to do real stuff. Uh, <laughs> so my thought is this how I was actually going to do it. I was going to do one thing that I think is possible, but I don't know for sure. The only rule of this section is you know it for sure, you can't say it. But if you think okay. it's possible, 
You can't well, say it. How does that work? One absolutely fake, ridiculous answer. You just have to guess which one you think. I, well, I have heard of leaks pretty heavily, but I haven't personally saw them. So, like, there's one in my head that I've thought for a long time, and that can be my one because it's not confirmed to me. Yeah, I've not. If you haven't actually. Yeah. Stretch and McStretch? Yeah, stretch and McStretch. I'll just. I'll start. I think the prediction that I'm going to go with is just uh, but good old John Krasinski is finally going to show up as Reed Richards. Yeah. In the in the Illuminati, you think? In the Illuminati, yeah. Why not? Okay, that yeah. seems about right. I mean, he could be he could be someone that also broke the rules and also gets interviewed by the Illuminati. He doesn't necessarily have to be part of the team. That could be fun too. I'm I'm okay with either. He was on jury, not jury. He was like uh, called to the jury right before Strange was like he leaving. Yeah. All right, bring in the next one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see that happening too. It's definitely I think it's more likely that he's on the Illuminati. But yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I like heard that, but I I haven't read anything about it. I saw one thing that showed a picture of him, but it was a picture that I've seen a hundred times already. So the photoshopped one. Yeah. Not even going to come close to clicking on this. I don't want to know if it's true or not. So exactly. Yeah. So I think it's definitely very possible. Yeah. What do you think? What do you got going on, Noah? Uh, I mean, stretching the stress is probably my biggest one. A uh, wild out there one that I would. Oh, uh, I mean, I've I've been hearing rumors, and this is one that I don't want because I still don't like this person as his character is Black Bolt. Yeah, well, yeah. I've heard he's gonna be showing up. I haven't heard anything about that. But Question yeah, about that though. Sense. Are they going to take Black Bolt from the failed Inhumans? I doubt it. That's what I've heard. That's you what think I've they heard, will. and I'm not happy about it. Mm, interesting. There's so many other people that I would be like, yeah, now we can change it up, switch it. But by doing that, they technically have solidified that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have to also be in some multiversal canon, and I'll take it. Yeah, that's the nice rule about all these things. You can say it exists in a different multiverse. They all was. It was just a multiverse that was very similar to the MCU we know, but it wasn't. So it counts, I guess. I love little ones like that where it's just like, yeah. So one time, Professor X decided to eat a peanut butter and jelly for lunch instead of a turkey <laughs> and cheddar sandwich. So that equaled a whole different. And that's why Agent of Field in this universe is canon and not in ours. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Turkey uh, jelly, perfect analogy. One thing that I think I think I I don't even know this. From any sort of rumor, other than well, that's why one thing that maybe, but I think there's a good to decent chance that one of the universes they will visit will be a very popular Disney-owned product. Whether it's whether it's something like Star Wars, or maybe no. it's something like something animated. It could be no. like any random animated thing. Oh, like a Pixar, I think they, like a random Pixar world. It could be anything like that. I think there's. It could be something weird like. Kingdom Hearts getting has showed up in literally five consecutive Marvel projects, so that's weird. Uh, um, into the Spider Verse, that could be another like yeah. potential semi uh, possible world. Right, I think it's Ooh. something. Do you think Sony would allow that though? Well, Sony owes pretty much all of Spider Man's success to Marvel, so yeah, sometimes we're... I don't think that they know that. You know what I mean? Sometimes. <laughs> I think that they don't realize. Maybe they released Morbius and then they AOK'd them going to one of their universes because no one wants to go there. But I think that they pick a switch, like we'll give you an Adrian tube for a mild morality. But if I, but when I say that, I mean it'll be in like almost absolute passing, right? Like we've seen that shot of the trailer where like they're running through a forest and there's like a, a T Rex or something. 
Like it'll be like that. It'll be like you walk in this universe. You wouldn't even really know it was Star Wars. It would just kind of like in and out. But some nerd somewhere would be like, dude, couldn't you tell if there was two moons there? And like, oh, bite me. Uh, <laughs> something like that. You know what I mean? I think that's definitely possible. But so this is my uh, this is time for the still. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Nigel. You go. Oh, no, no, no. I want to hear yours because then I'm going to ask a, a fairly big question. Oh, ask your question first, because next is going to be our Stone Cold Locks, things that we are absolutely certain are going to happen, even though we know they're uh, no chance. But absolutely okay. certain they are. Yeah. Ask your question first. All right, so so we have established that we believe that Stretchy Boy, or Mr. Fantastic, I can say his name now, Mr. Fantastic, um, and Charles Xavier, and I guess Mordo is part of the Illuminati, or at least could be yeah, potentially the Illuminati. That's a good case. And, and Black Bolt. So who do you name one person that we haven't stated that you believe is on the Illuminati? Because it's usually six people. That I actually think are on uh, Definitely not <laughs> Noah's Wi-Fi connection. That's for sure not on No. Noah's no, Wi-Fi. No, the alternate villain, really, of all of, of Marvel stuff. <laughs> Noah's, Noah's Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, I would 100% believe that. Uh, anybody that a hundred percent confirmed Illuminati? Um, I you know I don't know someone that could be on it. It could make some sense. Maybe is a version of Doctor Doom that isn't so evil. Yeah, that's kind of kind of seems like he fits the mold. I think okay. That I think it would be interesting, but Jonathan Majors came. Yeah. Yep. I was just going to say what, uh, some version of Kang. Yeah, Kang. Some version of the Conqueror, too. I think, is, is the most likely of people we don't have really any idea about. Yeah, it's someone we've seen. It's someone we know is multi-intelligent. Uh, so, yeah. He, he, he's my big stop because I don't believe we're going to get like an Iron Man or anything like that. Although the Ultron bots are a nice indication. Yeah, yeah, James Pater, he could be there. I mean, probably is Ultron, but if just the actor shows up, that's fine too. This, oh, right, I, I do want to discuss something that I think I'll, I'll say spoiler, even though I we don't know that it's for sure it's a spoiler. But the trailers seem to be thinking. But if you've only watched like two trailers or something, spoiler, you can end the episode now. Don't have too much fun without us. We love you. Thank you guys. Um, <laughs> but I'm curious about what you guys think because this seems to be almost guaranteed what's happening. How much of this movie do you think is going to be? Um, Scarlet Witch versus Doctor Strange. So I think it's going to be a good, solid, entire first two acts. Really, I think it's going to mm, build it up. I, I think, think there's like, a chance that she's like the main opposition. Where, where she actually makes the flip to the adversary, I'd put it at like a half hour. Personally, yeah, I, I, think, I think there's going to be a flip. You think she's going to go the distance, though? You think she's going to like once she flips, she is the main force that they have to like. I really hope so, but I don't know if Disney has the cojones to do it. It feels like from that. What I've heard, from what I've heard, though, like, Sarah background is in full force at one point in the movie. So I believe if they go full, if they can have the Kajagis to, to, you know, have Sam Raimi take the helm, they're going to allow some weird shit to happen. Yeah. I think the weird shit, I think Scarlet Witch is going to be the main opposition. I do not think Mordo is the main like bad guy in the stretch of the imagination oh. in this movie. I think it's Scarlet no, Witch. If they did, that was pointless. 
like yeah you don't need two movies with him as the main antagonist no actually no he wasn't the antagonist in the first one to be fair yeah no definitely Caecilia. Yeah, but I, mean, I think that his ramp up because he's Doctor Strange's like main adversary in terms of like constantly fighting like who and it it would give him more fuel to the fire for when we see Armorno because I don't think it's the same one. It might be, but I don't think it's the same one. I would love for there to be like a no. You keep uh, messing up. You you deserve to die. I think it is. I think it's the same one, but I guess I don't really know. Um. But I do think the Scarlet Witch that we're going to see isn't going to be the same one. I think the one that's from our universe is going to have to be the person who stops the other Scarlet Witch. I think that's my official guess for how this movie will go. Um, but who really knows? I don't think Josh would like that, but I think that's what's going to happen. Um, all right. Let's finish this with uh, with one last Absolute stone cold. I got a hot one. Oh. I got a hot one. Just in. I actually just got a text from Kevin Feige himself. He's got. Ooh. This is guaranteed. Like this is this a character? Or is this like a, a universe we know they yeah. go to? It's a, it's a it's a character, and um, it's kind of crazy that they got him. It's it's actually the weirdest thing. This is but from they Kevin got Feige himself. The record. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They they hired Andrew Scott to reprise his role as Jim Moriarty from Sherlock. That's, to that's, be in this movie with Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Yes, it just becomes a, a Sherlock Holmes movie at the at the end. That's <laughs> yeah, that's one of the universes, but they get stuck there. That's what I've heard. It's one of the multiverses <laughs> where they're now in Sherlock, and that's that's he gets his accent back, and Benedict can stop doing that weird American one. That's interesting. That's interesting. I have a similar sort of inside track to what I, I know for a fact is going to happen. Um, because I've seen the movie, that's how that's how I know that I've actually already seen the film. And about two hours into the movie, what happens is they go through one of these multiverse doors, and they end up on some guy's couch watching The Godfather, and then they just watch the whole thing. So you're there for about three hours of just watching them on the couch watching The Godfather. It it's it seems. I'm surprised like that it, didn't end up on the uh, the cutting room floor. No, it ends up being really good. It's oh. it's actually very. So we're we're essentially watching Wanda and Doctor Strange watch The Godfather. Yeah, it's yeah. super. It's super weird, and you would think they're like, "Oh, this makes it a nine-hour movie," and you would be right. It's a roughly nine-hour film. Doctor Seems Green. like there's a lot of copyright they'd have to worry about too. Yeah, I don't know. The weird thing is there's, there's also uh, uh, three after credit scenes. The first one is um, Howard the Duck coming out asking if anyone want any snacks. Really okay. weird, but you know. Yeah, but did you know that if you say yes, he will actually bring you snacks? Yeah, a duck right. will come yeah. out with chips. It's very, yeah. it's new age. I, I can't yeah, try It's it. actually the MCU's first interactive thing where if the audience as a whole says yes, then the people from the concession stand will bring you snacks. Yeah, but if even one person in the theater doesn't say yes, you won't yeah. get it. So don't nope. be that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be enthusiastic so you can see a live Howard the Duck. Bring it doesn't happen. Snacks. Just know it's because someone in your theater uh, didn't say it, not because you were wrong. Right, exactly. Someone under their breath said, no, I'm diabetic or something stupid <laughs> like that. Yeah, definitely their fault, not our fault. Uh, just, just for the record, uh, no. Did you did you know about the other two post credit scenes, or is that the only one you? Oh, no, so so the other so the other one is weird. It's actually just a poker game of Kevin Feige 
Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. And he said, mm-hmm. if I win this hand, you both have to be in the movie, and he loses. So Hugh Jackman gets up and walks away. Really fucking weird. I get it. And then the third one, super, super strange. It's just, it, it's legit just Robert Downey Jr. holding Will Be Iron Man for Kit Kat's sign outside of Marvel. It's, it's, it's kind of new age. I like it, but uh, I'm really don't want to go with it. Hey, uh, Rumor is he got paid $10 million to reprise his role for that 30-second scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Well, uh, I didn't stay up for the post-credit scenes my first time watching it, so uh, I cannot confirm that, that they're all true. I do know about the How the Duck thing, though. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you guys don't have your expectations too high, and you have nine and a half hours of free time, and you watch the movie, and you come back, and you listen to our uh, our spoiler-free review from the parking lot tomorrow, and then obviously. Keep checking in when we fully break it down. And then, yep. like I said, next week we'll talk about Moon Knight, Moon Knight as, a whole. as a whole series. Gonna be sick. Get right back into just loving Marvel stuff. This has been yeah. fun, though. This I know fun. you guys love getting five episodes a week, but your boy's tired, so you get back to <laughs> one next week. Yeah, unless you guys want to just start sharing sharing this thing into oblivion and uh, yeah, that'll at think least quadruple our viewership, then I would think about doing it more often. So that's on you guys. Just keep sharing. Keep loving. Keep liking. Keep leaving reviews. It's been a ton of fun. Um, we're excited for Doctor Strange. Obviously, I know you guys are as well. So make sure you hit us up with your opinions, but don't spoil it in the Facebook group until at least Monday. Yeah, uh, we'll you're going to get an instant block from the Facebook group if you spoil anything about this movie before everyone gets to go see it. Yeah. And uh, but that's I think that's a good the general rule, I think, is the opening weekend. You get the opening weekend. Yeah, couldn't watch it. That's I'm sorry. You know what I mean. But like, people want to talk about it, and we'll want to talk about it some more. And that'd be great. Um, that's all I got to say. And I think it's super fun. Make sure you check out the rest of our Doctor Strange week. I know we've had some fun stuff. Yep, and Marvelous until, uh, Depths was on Monday. Go check it out. Comic Book Club on Tuesday, and then of course we're going to be talking like mad Doctor Strange stuff the next two days. So hope you're hope you're pumped for that. I'm pumped for that. All right, thank you guys so much for uh, for listening. Have fun, um, and of course, this is Doctor Strange Week, so there's there's no such thing as having too much fun. This is Doctor Strange Week, so please have as much fun as possible. Thank you so much. <laughs>